Hello everybody and welcome back to Let's Get Out of Business, your favorite podcast. I warned you in the last episode that I would be doing this, so we're doing it. Um, I'm going to do the book tag. Basically, it's just like, I think it's 15 questions and it just asks you questions about like, oh, what's your favorite book? What, like book, I don't know, like just book related questions. Like, hold on, let me look, let me pull up the list. One of them is like a book that has your favorite characters, a book that you wish you could live in, like stuff like that. Just like kind of just book related questions. I'm going to give you a book that goes with the question that I'm going to pair them up. I'm going to try not to repeat any. I'm doing this on the spot. I don't have these picked out beforehand. So we're just going to see if I can do it without repeating because <laughs> yeah, I don't, I feel like that's kind of the goal here. Anyway, let's do this. The first question is a book that you tell people is your favorite. I'm just, if I use this book right now, I'm not going to be able to use it again. So I don't know what to do. Um, Betrayed by Emily Henry. We know this. I'm just going to say it right now because why not? Um, one of my friends asked me literally yesterday, they were like, hey, what's what's your favorite book? It's for like a school project of mine. I was like, what? Okay. And I said, Beach Read. So I guess if you were to ask me, I'd say Beach Read, but that's also true. Beach Read is my favorite book. I think it depends on who I'm talking to, honestly. I could say Beach Read. I could say The Inheritance Games, I think maybe I would say. Um is a good one that I, I would maybe discuss, I think, the Inheritance Games. Maybe some, like, Daisy Jones and the Six or something. I don't know. It de- it depends who I'm talking to, but I think my two main contenders are I'm going to tell you Beach Read or I'm going to tell you the Inheritance Games by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. So, but Beach Read is my favorite book, so we're just going to keep it at that because, yeah. So, I guess I just proved myself... I just, I'm thinking of when someone asked me if I've heard a book and I said Beach Read. That was just most recently. Um, that's why I'm thinking of that. <laughs> so Beach Read is my final answer after getting really, taking a really long time to get there. <laughs> Number two is a book that is your guilty pleasure. And I've looked over all of these questions beforehand and I literally, this is the only one I had trouble with because I don't have, I don't know. Like, a book that's my guilty pleasure. I'm gonna say the Summer I Turn Pretty series, because it's kind of just, like, funny. Like, when I think about it, I really liked the... I mean, everybody really likes the series, but... Like, the TV show. But I feel like the books are kind of dramatic, and, like, they're kind of really funny when you read them. Like, I haven't realized it yet, but they're so kind of silly. Where, like... (laughs) They're just... It's a trilogy. There's the first one is The Summer Arch and Pretty. The second one is It's Not Summer Without You. The third one is We'll Always Have Summer. And it's like, it's a summer, like, series. And it's literally takes place on a beach. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. But I feel like it's also completely dramatic. Like, <laughs> it's, but I love it. I'm not, like, criticizing it. Because I liked it a lot, too. 
And I know a lot of people like it as well. So it's not like I'm saying anything bad about it. I just think it's kind of funny how dramatic it is. Like, I love when something is like, like, I just, I find it really funny when, like, just, I don't know. It's, it's a young adult. So it's like written like young adult, obviously, but I like, it's just funny. So I guess I'd say that. I don't know. It's probably on my mind every once in a while, you know? And especially with the show coming up and I follow the whole cast on Instagram. I cannot wait for the second season. So I'm just excited is all. So I think about that all the time. (laughs) Number three is a book everyone loved but you didn't. I talked about this um, in my last uh, episode, in the last episode, but was something wilder i want to say no that's the christina lauren book what's this one called i forgot the simple wild that's what it's called the wild and the s words or okay so the simple wild by k.a tucker i didn't like this book i thought it was completely super boring and literally nothing happened uh basically it was about like um her name's kala i want to say and she gets a call from some random lady in Alaska and is like, hey, girl, your dad is sick and you should come see him. He wants to see you. Um, so come to Alaska. She's like, okay. So she goes to Alaska. Her dad did not know that she was coming, I'm pretty sure. But she goes to Alaska and she like spends time knowing her dad. And it was really, really boring. I didn't like the writing. I thought... It was too, they described Alaska, like, on every other page. Not even, not even, probably every page. Like, literally every other paragraph. There was barely any dialogue in the whole book. And everybody's like, oh my god, this is a beautiful book. It's just, like, it's so good. I, it's underrated. I've seen so many, what, what, like, book tag video things, like I'm doing right now, where people, I think one of the questions is an underrated book. And everyone says, The Simple Wild. I did not like it at all. I gave it two stars simply because the ending was pretty, uh, I don't know. It made me cry, so I'd give it that. I don't think it was a one-star book, but it was two, and for me, that's really bad. I am a sucker for giving books four or five stars. Like, I usually don't give books lower, um, and this book, I just really didn't like I thought it was, I I just hate imagery so much, and I think it was so descriptive, because I've said it before, but I'll say it again, whenever you're describing something, like, you could be describing a kitchen, you could say, hey, this kitchen is, like, lime green, but I'm still gonna see it how I'm seeing the kitchen, like, you, whatever the author says does not change my view on how I see it in my head, that's why it's kind of, like, I don't like the descriptiveness of things. I feel like describing feelings or or like like inner monologue is better than like saying, oh, hey, the snow was as white as paper or something. It's like, okay, it was just too much and I didn't like it at all. And I thought the the characters were annoying as well. All of them were. I didn't really like any of them much and I didn't care for any of them. Some of them were okay. The main ones, though, the important characters were not. I didn't like them. They were annoying. So I just... Ugh. 
I didn't like that book. I would recommend it to you. I know a bunch of other people would, but I won't. Anyway, the third, oh, that was the third book. Oh, 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 okay, so the fourth one is a book you read the fastest. I've only read one book where I, like, started it that day and finished it the same day, and that was The Upside of Falling by Alex Light, I want to say. This book is, like, 200 pages. It's really short, so I read it really fast. Um, It was, like, the day before school started, too, so I, like, snuck another book in there before um, I had to start school, but um, I liked it. It was okay. Um, it was just really short and like young, it was a young adult book. So it was really easy to read and it was just really fast paced. And I don't think about it ever, but I don't remember if I read it that fast and I like, I liked it. It was good. Like I didn't, um, you know what I mean? I don't have really that many opinions towards this book. I don't think about it often, but I don't, I don't think, I, I don't remember hating it. I don't think I hated it even now. I don't remember it being, like, my favorite book in the world, but I remember liking it a fair amount. So there's that. I think I gave it four stars. Um, I liked it. It wasn't bad. I don't know what else to say. But I read it. I started it, um, like, that morning. And then I finished it that afternoon. So it took me, like, the whole day to read. But I've never done that with another book. That's the only book I've done. Usually I read it, like... A couple of pages one day and then I finish it the next day I could do that that happens often but for the most part it take books take me three four days but maybe two three four whatever those are the main thing so that's the only book I've ever finished I started this one day finished the same day yeah that was like a full book and not like a novella or something anyway then we have Number five is a book that deserves more hype. Hmm. Let me think about this. Oh no, I can't do two. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Okay, I'm going to save this series for later and pull out um, A Million Junes by Emily Henry. Emily Henry is a very popular author. And she, but for her newest three books, and so she has a backlist, and A Million Juice is on there, and I talked about this book last time, but I really, really loved it. Um, it is just such a beautiful book, and I don't see as many people talking about it, and I think it's really, really something people, I don't know, I think it's something people should read, because it's really good. I, it was really devastating. I also smiled. I also, I, I like felt everything. You know, after you finish a book or, or something sad happens, you have that like sinking feeling in you. That's like what I got from this book. Like it was so devastating at the end that I like felt like a hole in my heart. Like it was so, it was like a book hangover after that. I was like, I don't know how I can move on from what I've just experienced because it was it was sad and it was but it was so so good like in the best way possible I loved it it's a it's a Romeo and Juliet retelling and it's magical realism and um it's it's Emily Henry and I love Emily Henry her writing style is my favorite thing ever sorry ever 
And I just loved it. I, you have to read it. It's so good. Anyway, so sorry about that. That was disgusting. I just like choked on my words, but it's fine. Anyway, um, number six is a book that is becoming a movie or TV show. I'm going to go A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. I'm pretty sure this is becoming a TV show. Um, I feel like every book I've read like has rights to a TV show. Like everything. I'm pretty sure The Inheritance Games has rights to a TV show. I think. Um, I know One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reid. It's becoming a movie. Does it have to be a TV show? Oh, movie TV show. Okay. That I think the flat share by Beth O'Leary is a TV show. Literally every book is a TV show, so I could pick anything. I was gonna pick what a girl's going to murder, but I think I'm gonna go One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reid because I feel like I don't talk about that book as much. And also that movie is like confirmed. The cast list is done. The movie is done. The trailer is out. The movie comes out in like a month. So, um. I'm going to go with that book. One True Loves is about, um, I think this one is where the main character's name actually is Emma. Let me figure it out. Hold on. Yes, Emma. Okay, Emma marries her high school sweetheart, Jesse. And um, they they get married, whatever, whatever. They travel the world together, blah, 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 blah. And then a year like literally on their one year anniversary, he's like, oh, I've got to go. And he like gets on a helicopter and his helicopter crashes and he is presumed dead and so emma has to go through losing her husband um and you get that whole portion of her life and then um she she moves like back home and settles down back to her like old small town and she meets somebody else she knew from high school and so they form a relationship and she moves on and she she gets engaged to this new guy sam and so She's at dinner. My favorite thing is the first line of this book is, I'm finishing up dinner with my family and my fiancé when my husband calls. So she is having dinner with her family and her fiancé, and Jesse calls, like, from the grave and is like, hey, I'm up. Like, I'm not, I'm up. <laughs> He's like, I'm actually alive, and I'm coming home in a little bit. So, not from the grave. He actually is alive. So, just by the way. It's not like a creepy ghost thing like that. No. It's like... Um, he was alive the whole time. He, it was, like, three years later, too. He, like, survived on this island for, like, three years. So he now comes back into her life. And it's almost like a love triangle type thing. She has to decide between her fiancé and her husband. And technically, she's with both of them because she never, like, divorced Jesse, who she thought was dead. And then now she's engaged to this new guy. So she had, it's a... It's a really beautiful story. I really liked this book. I think it's just, it's really pretty. Like, I don't know. It's just such a pretty book. Um, let me find the quote, hold on, that I think about, like, every day. Okay. Page 297. Um, falling out of love with someone you still like feels exactly like laying 
lying in a warm bed and hearing the alarm clock. No matter how good you feel right now, you know it's time to go. This book is just so beautifully written. It's just so good. And it's becoming a movie with uh, Philippa Sue um, from Hamilton. And um, I want to say his name's Simu or Simu. I really don't know. Lou? I don't know his last name, actually. I think it starts with an L, though. But um, I know they're in it and some other guy. I don't know his name. So that is... um, I... Please, please read this book before you watch the movie. Um, Taylor Jenkins Reid, it's absolutely her year. Daisy Jones and the Six just came out, the TV show. Um, it's one of her books as well. Literally, just watch it. Read the book, though, first. I love the book. It's beautiful. So. Oh, no, I'm going to sneeze. Hold on. Oh, no. <coughs> Sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> Number seven is a book you have reread the most. I don't reread books as a whole. I haven't yet. I wanted to reread Daisy Jones for the show coming out, but I didn't. Um, but I'd love to read People Who Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry before its movie show thing comes out. I should have said that for the last one. Anyway, um, so I'm just going to say, like, I reread snippets of books often. So I'll say um, From Luke Off With Love by Mariana Zapata. I um, reread a little bit of this book, like, all the time. And I think about this book all the time. So it's just, like, I try to keep it fresh in my mind. I don't know. I've already read it. But this book is really long. I don't read the whole thing. It's, like, not seven. It's, like, 530 pages. Um, And so I don't reread it. I've never reread a full book ever. But um, I'd love to. I'd love to start doing that. So... I'm not gonna reread Beach Read. I think it'll like <laughs> I think it'll be too painful. <laughs> so maybe I can reread like a happy summer book. I think I could do that. But Beach Read might be off the table. I might just have to remember how that felt when I read it and just live with that because <laughs> Anyway, from Luke Off with Love, I like read like snippets and chapters from all the time. I love the book. It was really good. So that's that. And we have number eight is a book from a genre you don't typically read. Sorry, I now have to blow my nose, but I don't want to get up. So we're just going to be sniffling. I really sorry about that. Um, I have two, but I don't want to do two. I feel like that's like cheating. It's fine. I just won't repeat them. I'm going to do the Shatter Me series. The Shatter Me series is a dystopian sh- series, and I don't like dystopian things. I've never been into, like, the Hunger Games or anything like that, so I just wasn't very interested in the premise of the series. I read the first three. I read Shatter Me, Unravel Me, and Ignite Me. Didn't read any of the novellas. There's also three other books. I'm pretty sure they're called. I have Restore Me. I have the fourth one. There's the fourth one. I think the fifth one's Defy Me, and the fifth, the sixth one is Imagine Me. Pretty sure, but I don't... I would love to read the whole series. My goal is to read the whole series because so many people adore the series. And I don't... I read the first three so I know what's going on, but not the full extent of what's going on and what people think. Like, like really understand about this series. So I'd like to read the whole thing. But 
I don't like dystopian very much. I don't love the like tone of this series. I think it's just dark and I don't like that as much. So that's that. But I'm also going to say If We Were Villains by ML Rio. This is like a dark academia mystery, I believe. Um, I've only read like young adult mysteries. So this is like the first not young adult mystery. I also got uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors by Alex Feeney recently. And that's a thriller, which we'll see how it goes. Um... But I've been planning for if I'm in, like, a reading slump or something, I could read that book. But If You're a Villain is just, it's also a little dark, but, like, it's really good. I liked it a lot. So, it was out of my comfort zone, but I gave it five stars. Um, I don't know, I liked it. It was good. Um, It was, like, they're all students who study Shakespeare. I think there's six or seven of them. And it was just... A lot. The first half was a lot of Shakespeare, and it's based Shakespeare. Sorry, I don't know. Anyway, and then basically it takes in it. There's like past and present timeline. The in present time, the the guy one guy from the group where the point the the ah the guy whose point of view the book is told in. He's getting out of jail after ten years. And he is finally ready to tell his story about the last, what happened, like, ten years ago with the college thing. And it's, like, one of the students dies, and then it's just this whole thing. They all are trying to figure it out. They're trying to move on with their lives, put on their Shakespeare play, and then there's, like, this whole thing. So, yeah, but it's really good, so. Um, number nine is a book that deserves all the hype it gets. I don't know. I feel like I've already said all the hyped up books. I really only read hyped up books, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm going to go Juniper Hill by Daphne Perry. Um, that's the second book in the Eden series, and everybody is in love with this book. If you've heard like anything about the series, the series has become super um, popular recently, and there's four books out there's four books out yes um i've only read three but i'm working on it anyway um the second one is everyone's favorite they're obsessed with it and i thought it was really good as well i give it five stars too i really liked it so i'd say like go for it like read it it was good i was worried that with everybody else saying they really liked it that i wouldn't like it but i did so it was good i'm really glad i did (laughs) Number 10 is a book that you usually recommend when asked to give a recommendation. Um, <laughs> when asked to give a recommendation, what should I? Um... I'm going to say, but I don't want to repeat, so I'm not going to say that. I was going to say The Inheritance Games or The Natural Series by Jennifer Lynn Barnes, but I don't want to because it'll be a repeat. So, without repeating, if I recommend something to somebody, I don't know. Um, Maybe a Taylor Jenkins Reid book. Maybe I told them to read Malibu Rising. Um, 
I tell people to read Malibu Rising all the time. Um, and the, just the whole Hollywood series. I didn't. There's, there's, it goes Seven Husbands, Evelyn Hugo, Daisy Jones, Malibu Rising, Carrie Soto's back. Um, and I read all of them. Carrie Soto was the only one I gave four stars. The other ones I gave five. Um, but I liked it nonetheless. But I think Malibu Rising is my favorite. I really love the Riva family. Except for Mick Riva, I hated him. It's basically about, like, a family who, um... It's like a literary fiction thing, and I feel like that's why I recommend it, because it's it's entertaining, and it's easy to read, and it's good for everybody. Um, and it's basically about, like, the Riva siblings, and they throw a party, like, every year at the end of the summer, and basically at the end of their party, like, Malibu is on fire. It takes place in Malibu, Malibu Rising, got it. And um, it's... It takes place over 24 hours, and it's just really entertaining, and it's so good. There's family dynamics, there's literally everything you need in a book. I don't know, I loved this book, and it, like, has a little snippet of Carrie Soto from Carrie Soto's Back, and so it's, like, a segue into that book, so you'll know a little bit going into that one. That's the order you're supposed to read in them in, Seven Husbands, um, Daisy Jones, Malibu Rising, Carrie Soto. Um, I read them in that order except I switched up Daisy Jones and Seven Husbands I read Daisy Jones first but it didn't affect my reading that much so it was okay um you can do that I wouldn't recommend doing it any other way especially Malibu Rising and Carrie Soto have to be read back to back so please do that but I um I this book is so good Then we have a book that has your favorite character or characters. And I'm going to say The Natural Series by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. This is, um, it's supposed to be like Criminal Minds, but it's like for young adult. Like it's a young, the young adult world, I guess. I don't know. That's what it says on the front. I've never seen Criminal Minds. But this series is so good. I gave every single book in the series five stars because I literally was obsessed with the characters it's just so much found family and I loved it and there was mystery it's it's a full-on mystery series and the mysteries are shocking like the twist and turns it's actually crazy I think Jennifer Lynn Barnes is a genius you wouldn't even know like but I just I loved the characters it's basically about Cassie and Cassie like um I don't know where she lives originally, honestly, but she gets, like, a call from the FBI and is like, hey, you know, we know you've got, like, a knack for profiling. You want to come work with us in our naturals program? And she's like, what? And so she, like, leaves is like, okay, bye. And she goes, like, to the FBI. And they, like, live in this, like, safe house so they're always together. And they become friends because she's, like, the newbie. So they, like, because there's, like, five other kids, five or four. Oh, my God, Leah, Dean, Sloan. Michael, Cassie, okay, five, so there's four other ones, and she, like, has a mentor, and she has, like, people who are looking after her, and she has, like, these new people that she lives with, and which is kind of weird, but they, like, grow to love each other and care about each other deeply, and they already care about each other deeply, and they're all just, like, a bunch of teenagers who have had, like, a rough past, that's why they're naturals, like, literally, you figure that out throughout the whole series, it's like, oh my god, they have this these, like, abilities because they literally, because of what they had to go through, 
Um, and basically, okay, so they all have, like, I've said this, they don't have powers, they just have, like, special things, so Dean and, um, Cassie are, like, profilers, and they, like, profile, so. (laughs) And then Leah's a human lie detector, can literally tell when you're lying or not. Um, Sloan is a statistical genius, and is really good with numbers and probabilities and all that kind of stuff. And Michael can read your emotions, like, really crazy good, I guess. I don't know. It's really, really good. It's so interesting. The The mystery keeps you on your toes. It's, it's, the characters are just, they're so good. I just love them. I just love them. Uh, number 12 was a book you wish you could live in. I wish I could live in, um, I think I'm gonna go with, oh no, I already used this, didn't I? Darn! No, 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 no. I didn't use it, so, no, it's fine. I'll go, um, Book Lovers by Emily Henry, because the town in Book Lovers is, um, Sunshine Falls, and that sounds like such a cute little small town, and I also want to be in the Emily Henry literary universe, because in Book Lovers, Book Lovers and Beach Read and People Made a Vacation, they all are, like, exist in the same universe, so if I lived in the Book Lovers universe, I'd also live in the Beach Read universe and the People We Went on Vacation universe, and it'd just be a full win-win for me, so that's what I'm gonna go with. <laughs> then we have number 13, which is a book you thought you would hate but ended up loving. Um... Um, How to Fake It in Hollywood by Ava Wilder. I just think that like, the tropes and the writing style was not going to be for me. It's in third person, and I didn't like the famous person trope thing, and I just didn't think I'd like it that much, but I ended up loving it. Not loving loving it. Like, it wasn't five stars, it was four stars, but I still really liked it, and I'm looking forward to her next novel because I liked it. It was good. I I really liked it upon reading it. Thinking back, like, looking back on it, I don't remember honestly what I felt about it, but I really remember liking it afterwards. It was very emotional, I believe. I don't know. Um, and then we have 14, a book that made you cry. (laughs) Every book makes me cry, so this is so funny. Um, I've used every book that's made me sob really hard. Um, If We Were Villains, The Naturals, series, A Million Junes by Emily Henry. Those are the three, like, main, sad, devastating books that I've read and cried over, but I'm gonna go with Fuel the Fire, which is the eighth book in the Addicted Cowboy Sister series. The Addicted Cowboy Sister series, the whole series, is really cry-worthy, but <laughs> that one specifically, it was really, really good, and I cried most over or the seventh one addicted after all i don't know i don't know i cry really easily i don't it's just it's my business um and the number 15 is a book you wish you could read for the first time oh i don't know what book i wish i could read for the first time um before your strangers by renee carlino i loved this book i loved it it was so good i read it in like two days, I believe, or two or three, because I really loved it. It was so, it's fast paced. The writing was beautiful. The whole premise of the story was crazy. And there was like a little plot twist at the end that like, 
I was literally shocked over. And I just loved it a lot. I thought it was a very beautiful book. I thought the setting was spectacular. Like, both of the characters, well, one of them was, like, a photographer. So you get, like, the photographer vibes. I hate using the word vibes. And then you also get, like, she is, the other character, the main, their main character is a, um, I want to say she's a cellist. I don't know specifically the instrument she plays, but she plays some kind of instrument in the orchestra, I want to say. And I really liked just their, that, like, I could see into their careers, which is really cool. And it was set in New York, and it was it had a, just a really cool New York setting, because the first half of the book takes place in New York in the 90s, and that was really awesome and cool, and then it takes place present time as well. So it's like, it was just a really beautiful book, and it was really, really good, and I liked it a lot. So I wish I could read that for the first time, um, because I remember literally having the craziest feelings with this book. I also cried a lot over this book, so maybe that too. But yeah, so... That was the book tag. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Let's Get Down to Business. I'll try to talk about something other than books next time. Woo! Okay. But thank you for listening, seriously. <laughs> okay, bye! <laughs>books are my passion what can i say i'm really sorry i will try to change the topic next time i just like could talk about them for hours